It be like that. Yeah. This world, this world is full of haters. Yep. They don't want to show. They don't want to show. But that's what happens when people get a little bit of notoriety, then they get a YouTuber or anything, and then they don't know how to act. Yeah, I feel you. They don't know how to act wholeheartedly. They get a bite of the forbidden fruit. All right, guys. So. Um, I don't know what episode it is, but this episode you already know. <laughs> Today we got an interview, so we on the late night sushi show. It's your boy DJ Nobu. I'm here with the boys. And giggity ninja. Giggity Ninja is in a building. Round of applause, everybody, for my special guest, Alex Park. So, Alex Park, world-renowned animator. As you can see on the ad that I put up on the um, page of Shibuya Radio. Oh, yeah, you got to check it out. So, Alex Park, my man, I need you to tell me a little bit about yourself because I know you originated from Portland. Yep, Portland, Maine. And you have Cambodian origins. Yes. All right. So let's dive. Let's dive into it, man. How did you, Alex, like explain or give us like a little insight on your journey into animation and what inspired this uh, your new profession? All right. So. Oh, before you start, guys, um, let's crack open our Asahi. Um, this is Chiz for the boys. Whip. Oh no. Oh. I didn't know. You didn't know? Yeah, I didn't. But uh, okay. Yeah. Asahi, right. let's go. All right. Kitaki mas. All right, man. So please, like, break it down, bro. Like, at what age at first you you knew animation was going to be a thing? All right. Well, I can have the full story. I mean, I like to think I have a pretty good memory, so I got some good details here. Uh, so I've got two older sisters. Uh, I'm the baby of three children. Um, all of us Cambodian, 100% Cambodian. Both of my parents. Wait, shout out for being a baby of the family. Like we don't all. I think everybody here, like we're the babies. Oh, it's a, it's a good position. Oh. Well, you have a younger sibling. Yes. Oh. I'm late. So. Well, you was the baby though at one point. Well, you had to have been, right, if it's a younger sibling? Yeah, somewhat. All right, so give it up for all the babies. <laughs> <laughs> all past and present. Yeah. Now. Um, and uh, in Portland, my oldest sister, uh, she's, what, nine years older than me? So it's quite a quite a big gap. So yeah. by the time she was a, entering her teenage years, what, like 12 or 13, I was about three or four, um, she was able to, uh, on basic ca- the, the basic cable that we had, she found, I think it was like the UPN channel, I think, it was a kid's UPN or something like that, super old school, like the first shipments of anime, like, into the, the US public, she somehow stumbled upon that, then, you know, me as a kid that age, I liked Nick Jr. and shit like that, I would yeah. have never found that. Were you that. three years old? Yeah, exactly, but then, you know, she, the time that she had during TV, being a teenager and wanting to watch actual like, cool shit and stuff like that, um, she put on UPN Kids, and I think the first two shows they had there were uh, Techaman, or I guess when it hit the dub, it was called Techno Man. Um, but 
Anyway, uh, Tekka so, Man. Tekka Man? Yeah. Let's look this up. It's like a early 90s mech show, but they like... Tekka Man Blade? Yeah. They wear yeah. mechs that are like actually human size, so it's more like armor, <laughs> mech armor versus okay. like actual piloting. Yeah. So what we have, I got a Tekka like Man. Sentai being like a Power Rangers or Yeah, yeah, craziest most sophisticated kind of animation that I've ever seen like I, yeah. I'm sure I didn't know you didn't get that from American cartoons yeah yeah because you had you had stuff that was more simplified to tell you know really good scripts really good yeah. jokes and stuff at that point whereas anime is really trying to tell an arc of a story and they had you know really good anatomy stuff. not that I knew as a kid what good anatomy was but I guess you know inherently yeah, it was amazing. you could see it yeah. was they were trying to be more realistic than say yes. like Spongebob yeah, like Sp Spongebob was great but I mean you well, know like Powerpuff Girls is like the elongated life and it's just like the big circle. Like heads to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so anime is obviously just that different art style, and I was like, well, this is this is cool as shit. Um, and so um, there was also Sailor Moon um, next to the DBZ, and so my older sisters were drawing a lot of Sailor Moon um, stuff as well. So yeah, we just really got on the train of uh, drawing anime, um, and then at that point we had gotten our first PlayStation, uh, which is when we really delved into other Japanese media, such as the Final Fantasy games, um, which are, you know, still anime-influenced art styles as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, we played a lot of Mega Man, which is still anime. Which is the best, Zero is one of the best characters ever. The intros for the Mega Man X games were the best animation that I've seen at that time. Yeah, like, I got into Mega sure. Man late. I'm still like an NT warrior. That's no, why I was that introduced. Was good, it was like after, but the Zero and Mega Man that was like my brother, my older brother used to put me on. That's what that's the games that come on place. That was for PlayStation, right? Yeah, those were the, like, yeah. the hardcore platformers. Yeah, yeah. quote unquote like hardcore. Yeah. So you were self-taught throughout all of this. You've been teaching yourself. Did you? Because I used to buy or I used to go to the public library. They grab the anime, how to draw manga um, books. Oh yeah. 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 But it was always the old school. They look like orphan, you know, the big eyes. I, I like the more discreet, like how we beat by anime. Stuff. Right. Right. Um, but so you use no books. Yeah, at that point, yeah, it was just observing, like, definitely a lot of, um, you know, Pokemon and Digimon as well with all that, and I, uh, we used to record on VHS shit ton of DBZ Sailor Moon episodes, Pokemon and Digimon, and we, and every now and then we'd freeze frame, um, some stuff, and I'd, like, like, I remember, That's like, around that age, that all of these pieces of media, uh, were coming together when I was, like, in second, third grade, and stuff like that, um, that's when I also got my first uh, War Raymon action figure from Digimon, oh, yeah. Digimon. and I, I still have it actually, which is I'm happy to still have. But uh, between 
referencing that as an actual skill model in front of me on a table while holding a piece of paper in front of it. Uh, between that and having freeze frames of Digimon from our VHS uh, recordings. Yeah. Um, like that was honestly maybe the first in my memory that it was a, a uh, like observational drawing, which is something that professional artists need to practice all the time stuff. And like somehow as a kid I picked up, probably from you know advice of my sisters, like, you know, the more you VHS. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah and then that those anime and stuff like that drew a lot of dragons and monster designs because of the final fantasy games Bahamut every day yeah, Bahamut and Goku are my two favorite things to draw <laughs> I must say what's your favorite Bahamut which game had the best Bahamut man that's I'm going seven personally uh, seven or nine my favorite. They're all so good. Ten was good. Ten. <laughs> They're I really so... like ten as well. But nine only because I love the battle versus Alexander. Yeah. Alexandria. Damn, and you know then, what you're talking about. Yeah. And then on <laughs> um, seven because we had so many different bottom ones. Like, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, there. I mean, you gotta pick one. the most iconic would be Base Bahamut from Final Fantasy VII. I, 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 I think that, that was yeah. dope. Yeah. And I see with your artwork, you're really good at posing as well. Like your oh. character posing. Yeah. Was that from anime? Because American cartoons really don't have a lot of poses. Yeah. Yeah. But like from what I'm looking at from your your artwork now, and I don't see none of your early early ones per se, because I think you have a lot of your work dated. Yeah. Um. Was it anime that got you into posing, or was it having that figure, like for example, the War Greymon figure, seeing it in a three-dimensional realm, and having that perspective? Like, what was really? I would definitely say the former, um, where not quite seeing the three-dimensional. That was like still a little beyond my grasp um, for my younger self. Uh, but yeah, just seeing, you know, really cool, borderline cringy edgy, just sick anime poses and designs yeah. where they're just trying really hard to like hold swords or just yeah. do a jump pose that's froze, freeze frame for like a promotional poster or stuff like yeah. that. Like, yeah, it's gotta be all of that that really influenced me to, um, to lock down posing. Uh, so, we have you with the poses, we have you drawing anime, you have the monster design element. And this is all when you're young. So, in the high school, because this is now we're in your formative years, right? Yeah. In high school, was you growing that much? In high, by the time I hit high school, like by the time I hit like 14, 15, you know, like a solid freshman um, in high school, I really actually kind of dropped off the radar for drawing. Like I still knew I loved it. I just never really found the time and energy to really sit down and get into it as much as I did as a kid because yeah. um, you know social life I ran a lot of track I was really into the athletics at that point I was a um, I ran the sprints so like the one two and the four oh what school oh um it was important yeah uh, or Scarborough High School we didn't face him that we didn't face him no <laughs> no, 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 no I was like no I was like but I was, hundreds of I was a marathon away. runner no, bro, like, like, I mean I was long distance sorry so yeah, between between that and uh, at that point, I'd uh, really, really gotten to the Guitar Hero Rock Band craze, um, which I don't regret. Like that shit was fun as fuck. Oh man, Guitar Hero. Dragon Force, Muse, Nice Sidonia, Glissa Dover. Yeah, it's yeah. So that that's when those games started becoming huge. And... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That shit was so good, and I got t 
totally swept without, you know, with the social life, my friends coming after school to play that with me, and then when I wasn't doing that, I was at track, and then when I wasn't doing all that, I was trying to do homework, keep up my grades, so like drawing just really unfortunately didn't mix it in. You think. So, but you're an animator now, so what happens yeah. after high school? So, what kind of college did you go to? Wait, okay, so I just have to, um, just for some of the fans, when you entered the track team, did you start to get vagina, or was it after high school? Because athletes always run into vagina, no matter how nerdy you are. Yeah, that one. Track guy. That, that one was a, was a, a difficult, difficult subject. Because when I entered the track team, that's when all the vagina <laughs> I guess started to open. Different. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it was the air, maybe I was running more, the air started getting in my brain, but everything just started becoming very clear. It took fashion for me. I bitches until I could dress. So, I'm glad I can run into some pussy. This is aesthetics. Is either you gonna, yeah. you gonna do it naturally or you gonna do it? Right, gotta find your silhouette one way or another. Yeah, day. That was an art reference. Yeah, he is an artist. Either from your outfit, well, well, your yeah. character wait, 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 cheers to that. that was cheers. Like, yeah, cheerio, y'all, huh? Y'all do it for the mic. For the mic. You feel me? That was the weakest clink I've you. ever heard. Yo, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to add that yeah. effect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you're in college now, right? Yeah, so, so how, so, to what answer was the, your question. What was the pivot point for you to get back into art, and not even get back to art and drawing, but animation? Like, that's totally, like, you could have been drawing comic books, you could have been working for these new, like, tech companies who were just drawing, like, farm build, you know, those type of shit. You could have worked yeah. for any one of those companies just drawing regular stuff. Right. No animation. Or just being regular, period. Yeah. So, true, like, true. What was the pivot? Um, well, to preface, just writing on exactly what you said, just, I actually wouldn't mind any of those jobs that you said. I imagine they still pay well. Eighteen <laughs> year old me didn't have those ideas. So ba going back in the mind of, I guess, eighteen year old or just teenage me, because um, if we could rewind even more as to how I got into animation at all, yeah. um, or if we could pivot back to uh, <laughs> to those days, is. Um, uh, when I was in sixth grade, my friend, uh, he found through like forums and stuff, pre-YouTube, pre-social media, just, just forums, um, he found this animation program, animation software, that was really easy to download, was not taxing the computer, it was called Pivot Stick Figure Animator, hmm. and he's like, hey, I know you like to draw and shit, um, so, like, what if you give this a shot? And I was like, oh my god, yeah, totally. I was not hesitant, like. Was you using any of the software? Because I think Adobe had Flash, because all the Newground stuff back then was mostly was Flash. Flash animation yeah. based and stuff. And then, remember the Macs used to come with Flash Card? The Adobe Flash Card, you could make, like, old animations from there. Right, right, like PowerPoint has to. Yeah, almost. It was like a PowerPoint, but it was yeah. animation. So I didn't get into any of those, because I, I really, really wanted Flash, but that was like in a really official Adobe product you had to pay or I guess back in the day it was Macromedia before Adobe bought Macromedia but yeah so you had to pay it was like $800 or something out of the question for a kid my age that's not happening uh, like maybe you could find torrent stuff but I at that time you know those yeah, days LimeWire give your give your computer aids immediately if you're gonna download a program that expensive um, so I was like you know what there's this free program that my friend's showing me one two uh, three four free <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, I still remember to this day, from when I was in sixth grade, the first time I ever hit the most important button of my life, it was the next frame button. 
mm. which is the most important. That, that is your animation career. Is you need to know where the play button is and where the next frame button is. Yes. And I still remember my first time hitting both of those, um, and I was like. You saw your work come to life? Yeah, exactly. You see your work come to life. The play button is where it's at. You see it come to life, and I'm like, this might be it. Like, this... <laughs> it's so... But then, like, that program is limited in that you created stick figure models. Uh, you can quite make full-out illustrations, but it was a lot more efficient that way, of course. So I still turned out a lot of just random stick figure animations. Just but like, the stick yeah. figure should have been good, especially because, as we spoke before, posing. You know, if you can have stick figures be using them for posing, then yeah. in the future you can amplify these your original artwork to know, like, all right, this is how I see it. So as you're drawing it before you animate it, you already know. The so posing is basically works. like show for like positioning. Say it again. Positioning of the character. Yeah, posing. Yeah, just. So then you'll have like one frame he's like this, and another yeah. frame he's like this, then like this, yeah, then like this. Exactly. And you bring it all together. Let's say, so how do you like calculate um, the movement so it can all come to, ha to come together and look so cohesive? Honestly, this might come off a little like cocky in a way, but that's honestly just like an intuitive thing. Like you can learn it for sure. Like, a, like plenty of people have learned it, and people that have exclusively learned it, I'm sure, are way better than than me. But at, like my personal answer onto how I know that it really is an intuitive thing like you just kind of you just know you just kind of know like and me like if, rapping, it, yeah. if, if it looks wrong then you fix it like it's gonna look wrong for sure that's part of the creative process but yeah. like you just know when it's gonna look right after you experiment back and forth do you look in the mirror and try to do particular poses or is there a particular show or a particular clip that you like to always go back to to like yeah, yeah, all the time. I don't know if I have a specific answer because it's all the time. Yeah. Oh. Like, like so is that a specific clip though? Like... Um, I mean, the first one that comes to mind for one of my favorite clips, just for what I would prefer to animate, aka action scenes, which is like for sure the first Naruto versus Sasuke fight on the waterfall. That's that's Hall of Fame fight. It has scene. to be the yes. that's the greatest fight. Like, Naruto guy's ass beat? That was fire. So, yeah. I don't know if you know he's a Sasuke stand. Um, okay. I mean, if, I mean, if you go on my page and see, you feel me, Sasuke, that don't mean I'm a Sasuke fan. I just recognize greatness. I said stand, but it's not. <laughs> I mean, do you drink Cristal or do you drink piss? I drink the best piss. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's two types of people. There's Sasuke stands and there's just people who don't have any taste in anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is about to be a reverse interview. First of all, it's not about Sasuke. It's about oh, Alex and his Alex. great journey into anime. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, whenever I'm thinking of just great poses, great motion, like smearing, uh, which is you know an animation principle where you you literally smear your character to show motion because you don't have enough frames to actually show it. Um, so you have to take the shortcut, quote-unquote shortcut, it's actually a very effective tool. Smears, um, posing, impacts, weight, just like the Naruto versus Sasuke fight on the waterfall just has it all. Like, you, that full, I don't know, just like two or three episodes, I mean, depending if you want to skip the flashbacks and shit like that, like, the, the pure action, it's like, that kind of timing, like, as I, going back, you know, like, how do you know the increments of timing of your frames and stuff, that intuitive stuff is because, um, those kinds of clips just play in my head over and over 
and like I'm trying to get an idea with smear. Oh, it's um, just uh, just type in like smear animation. And you can see it is when the, the lines are like against the character's face, and it's like speed lines. Over. Okay, like okay, that, yeah. okay, yeah, and then they change. You don't even have to do the. The, the frame by frame because yeah, it's okay, yeah, okay, exactly. okay. It's like a drive. Oh, yes. 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 It's the technical term. I'm yeah. like, I'm like in school right now and I'm doing an interview. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Then, but you wanted to say something right now? I was just going to ask all about the, the back end of the day in the back end is to not be having this digital 3D cartoon called Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. as an animator, started a process for every for like it started the wave yeah for like people to get like more creative with their digital creative oh creative. absolutely 100 percent. i think i'm not sure of my specific history uh but if i were to guess right reboot came out in around 1995 and wouldn't you know pixar's first movie toy story one came out in 1995 so that's when Everybody was really trying to learn it because that technology freshly hit Shout the Shout out pavement. to Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Jeff, you know, yeah. It literally, if it wasn't for Steve Jobs buying that stake within Pixar at the time, because they came to him and they were technically running on the next computers, because remember he was in that Macintosh, he, it was his drive that actually got them to finish that movie. Super amazing. So Regal came on that. Okay, yeah, so they were... Yeah, but that was still around that same yeah, exactly. time. So that, that technology, they were probably experimenting with the same software and stuff. Um, I, I really should know the history more, but I mean, right now, speaking out of my ass, like, yeah, it's, that's gotta be, the timing is too shout uncanny. Shout out Pixar, shout out DreamWorks. <laughs> exactly. Wait, um, it, it was Pixar, and then it transformed into no, DreamWorks. No, DreamWorks is a competitor. It's yeah, a competitor. DreamWorks yeah. is a competitor. Actually, um, Reboot should be... Scrolling, I don't see the studio that did. It should be on this. Oh, no, it shows numbers on program Yeah, I guess just click in that wiki article um, and they'll say which studio did it because I'm pretty sure that the studio still around developer. Mainframe Entertainment. Mainframe. I'm not sure if there's mainframe. They probably got bought out by somebody. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. They they had to have been. So I'm sure they're still around because they knew what they were doing, figuring out this tech. Question: Do you know the first 3D scene in the anime? Let's see. And reboot? No, no, no. The first 3D scene ever in the anime. In the anime movie? An okay, anime I don't know. Oh, I love that. Okay. Oh shit. Was it Ghost in the Shell? No, it was 1987. 87? Yes. Um, Charles Counterattack. When you watch the spinning colony, that was actually in 3D. Sunrise has been pushing away for animation, for anime, a lot. And they actually worked on a couple of American cartoons. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's good it, trivia. It, it was like a three or five second clip. It wasn't that long, but you watch it and when you watch the movie, like every time I watch it now, it bothers me because that, that, again, it was cool animation, it was cool 3D, but you show the whole thing, bro. That's sick. It was super dope in the anime movie, bro. I'm sure their computer must have exploded. Probably. Oh shit, the professionals um, was? Is Google proving us wrong? I've never even heard yeah. of this thing. Oh no, so in America, the anime is called The Professional. First of all, Mad Sex is in this anime. Don't watch it if your parents is around. 
What you mean? Gogo 13 is the greatest that ever lived. Alright, but you do Man, you I'm do surprised you quiet as fuck in the corner. Yo, he was fucking <laughs> First off, we got even going on. Go you put me on Gogo 13. No, uh, no. Technically, Wayne put us on Yeah, Wayne put us on. Alright, side side story. We well, used shout to, out to my boy. Shout out to Wayne. We used to have a, our own little Kakashi sensei. Uh we was like what in high school? Yeah. He was like 30 years old and he broke us down. Like this man had us cleaning katanas and everything and he told us what we know today about anime. Thank you, Wayne. Now let's get back to my man Alex. Oh uh, yeah, so, so we're talking about 3D. Well, Wait. it's just in general, animation software. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you're using this animation software. You started using the stick arts, right? Uh, it was, what was it again? Uh, pivot stick figure animator. Pivot stick figure animator, right? Yeah. But you're in college now. Yeah. Pivot yeah. in your life, and now you're like, alright, cool, I'm gonna be an animator. And you got cheeks. You got cheeks. You got cheeks. What? Cheeks. Did you get cheeks? Uh, Did you pop your cherry? You see, Alex has a girlfriend, and he doesn't want to mess up the timeline. Now let's go. <laughs> I'm an animationer, and I'll, that's all. I'll just put that out there. So. So you're in college. What animation software are you using now? What are your projects like? How did this go about during your college? So in college, um, what they had available for us to really delve into was the Adobe Creative Suite. Uh, just the full thing, and still to this day, that's like what I primarily use. Like, uh, if we're really going to present time, like minus all the good old nostalgia stuff, um, my main bread and butter right now is Adobe After Effects, which is um, I'm not really doing that much like cartoony drawing and stuff. Um, as far as um, what I plan to make a paid lucrative career out of. Um, I'm doing like, what we call motion graphics. Yeah. I saw that on your other page. Yeah. Um, and see, like, there was a Kohan, like, little splash screen. I call them splash screens because that's what I remember from back in, like, the PlayStation days. Yeah. You know, there was, like, a little animation that plays, like, a logo animation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, that's what you're doing now, right? Yeah, those are the stuff that I'm trying to keep a really strong practice of because that's what I know will get me paid. Um, because my love for drawing stuff has never dwindled, but the what it takes to push yourself to the level to actually get consistent payment from it is just it. I think that's a level that would definitely sap my enjoyment and love for it. So I'd rather I'd rather push that energy towards a slightly different form of animation while keeping my love for the drawing. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, I'm very passionate about that belief. It's uh, it's definitely my my most important like mission statement, I guess. Um, so. Alright, so I wanna take I wanna um, unfocus a little bit, take a couple steps back. I wanna talk about, or if you, I just wanna know, cause I don't know how you were in Portland or you know how you your day to day was, but yeah. if you were involved the art scene in Portland or just the scene. Period. Can you um, paint a picture? For the Portland art scene, actually not at all. Um, because I guess an important detail uh, uh, that we definitely. Because I heard Portland was popping. Portland is pretty cool, but it's not like I was born and raised there for the first you know 18 years of my life, so I wanted to get out. Yeah. Um, no 
real huge reasons. Um, I just needed someplace new. And so um, I went to art school in Boston. Um, or Cambridge, Massachusetts, I guess. Cambridge! <laughs> Nah, I was out, I was out in Boston for a minute. I was doing my thug dizzle out there. You feel me? If you if you know OG, you know me out here. You know JoJo, you you know. But um, yeah, talk to. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I went to um at the time it was. Called... Oh my fault! And shout out to all the Harvard kids. You feel me? That you know. <laughs> supplied and you know got me through the day you feel me for doing good business with me shout out to Harvard uh, we all day shouting out to Harvard oh man because my school um or at least where my dorms were uh, yeah. was across the street from Harvard it was at Leslie University who Redline um, Redline oh yeah of course <laughs> well, you know the vibes <laughs> dude the classic commute is uh Harvard Square to, to Park Street that's that's how I you get around plenty it. of Clients on the red line, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was a Dorchester baby. I, I stay in the hood. Oh, and shout out to Dorchester too. You know we get a green line. Right there, right by Family Dollar. I'll be chilling. No, no vibes. <laughs> so yeah, my uh, I can c confidently say my second hometown because I went to college here was Boston. Um, spent four incredible uh, Leslie University. And um, did you frequent the South End? I mean the South Bay. No, not at Oh, you didn't get out there. No. All right, you stayed. All right, you stayed over. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, but like where he was, it was like college clan. town, right? Yeah. So it was like really party, frat, party yeah. everything. Like, bro, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Leslie University had ownership of the art school I went to called the Art Institute of Boston. Um, they were slightly separate ent entities, and then eventually, like during my um, my time there, the school officially became it got fully absorbed and uh, officially became Leslie University College of Art and Design, LUCAD. Um, but yeah, through and through, still the same professors, same blah blah blah. Um, so I still say I'm happy to have come from that art school. Um, happy to have Boston as a second hometown, and so. Um, Boston is my second hometown. You know that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sick place. Um, Jojo good anywhere in Boston. I mean, I, I gotta be honest. I love I love New York in my short time here so far. But if the job market was as healthy in Boston as it was in New York, I'd be living in Boston. I but, wouldn't blame you either. But the jobs that we're in New York is that, and honestly, New York is just like an amplified bigger Boston. It's kind of like the same energy, just a lot more of it, which is fine. Like I. Totally, I vibe Yo, with that. when I went to Boston, I was like, "Is this miniature New York?" Yeah. Like, I just felt like it was a toy model of New York. Exactly. Small, yeah. Yeah. But it's like it's like the same same Field. energy, same yeah yeah. So like that's why I was like, you know. Wait, so did you automatically become a Celtics fan? You so. you know how Boston is, bro. Yeah about yeah their yeah. Sports. yeah. Oh yeah yeah. You, you, you can't so wear you a Yankees had... hat around there. Oh, I was wearing my Yankees hat every. Oh yeah. How many every fights you get yeah, into? I put on my Patriots jersey every time I was out there. Listen, I got I love for Boston. Little <laughs> I got love for Boston, but I was wearing I was wearing my Tom Brady jersey. Don't get it twisted. I still got. It. That's the only reason why I fuck with Boston. My father made me. Uh huh. A Tom. I'm not even a, a New England Patriots fan. No, I'm a Tom Brady. That's fair. Hey, don't disrespect Bill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. So, all right. So, explain the Boston scene now. You're in college. You're drawing. Give me some stories, man. Um, man, I don't know. Like the scene in total. Like my, I really gotta say my. Uh, my immediate, I guess, nuclear friend group um, at my school was so strong that I really didn't have too much of a strong desire to go out to like, 
huge rager parties or anything. Like the the solid. I mean, granted, my my group of people, like um, even today, like I'm graduated college in 2016. It's 2020, so I've been out of college for a while, um, and I couldn't. I can still confidently say I'm friends with like a core group of like 25 to 30 people. Like it's like I'll still be really close to like more like five to ten of them but yeah. if i really reached out and if, you know when we're having our gatherings like holiday parties and stuff um it couldn't get up to like 25 30 we're still like that level of friends yo run a close for friendship but uh yeah so that being said like i was so i still am very like in that core with them that Exploring the rest of the scene never felt necessary. So to answer your question is I don't have much of an answer. Like I no, I kind of feel you, bro. And that's how you stay out of trouble. Yeah. So yeah, because me and Boston PD, we kind of like we're kind of best friends now. But we have an understanding now. You have a better understanding. But um, that's how you stay out of trouble, man. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I definitely stayed out of trouble. More um, anime. More but, animation. Uh, yeah, yeah, just being nerds with art and stuff like that. Um, uh, now, what's Alex. the question now? <laughs> yeah. Now, Alex, we have to jump now. Graduation. Now, this is because you're saying like, all right, in Boston, it's not really popping. It's not enough money out there. There's a lot of trap. There's a lot of. It's a lot going on in New York, right? Yeah. Okay. So, when did you realize that I need to take that step? Okay. Fairly good question. Uh, with a really good answer or a specific uh, satisfying answer I guess is um, honestly like immediately after I graduated I wanted to come to New York because I was you know fresh graduating um, alumni I was immediately looking where the jobs were, were at and stuff and like Boston the jobs existed barely uh, barely there was like too much way too much competition to the ratio of how few jobs were out there I'm like this is I don't, I don't know if I can I'm, I'm, I want to deal with that energy, uh, so I immediately decided, like right it's after. A racist energy. <laughs> Very low key too. It's very low key and subtle. Yeah, it's the most subtlest racist. Like, let you be a shade darker than white. It's rap for you, bro. Yeah. You get all the shade. Can I tell my story of how racist um, Boston is? Yeah. So, um, the job that got me into um, my extracurricular activities, I was able to meet a lot of people because I was delivering laundry. So um, let's just say one day, one day somebody thought I was somebody, I was somebody, and I, you know, just happened to have something on me, and I played the part, and then it just, it just sprung from there. So we don't gotta talk about that, but let's talk about this. So we used to have the supervisor Ron. Ron hated me because everybody in that um, laundromat was a couple of brain cells shy of a sheep, and I was intellectual. Well the most intellectual you would get out of a guy, you know what I'm saying, um, sagging his pants and wearing a do-rag. Um, he thought I was one of the miscreants, so he would talk to me and treat me as such, but he didn't know how to brain on me. So one day I caught him, because plenty of times he tried to fire me and I found loopholes and I went to um, this, the, the manual, um, nice. the, you know, and I was like, well, sir, um, in, uh, page five, um, line six right here. Six. Okay, so anyway. Let's bring it back, because I'm over here jerking my own self off. <laughs> Long story short, he was using uh, a story. So he was saying, uh, okay, so let's have a scenario. He's trying to tell us the proper way of doing the procedure. And there's a room full of black, 
people, including me, Afro Latino. And he goes, okay, so um, let's say um, let's pick a, let's pick somebody's name. Um, let's say Zulu um goes, and I'm just saying like, well, Ron, white as snow. Who name is Zulu? Like, who really called like like real talk, like like real talk, like you haven't met anybody named Zulu, so like, yeah, anybody, know. anybody? No. Okay, nope. so that's when I knew it was very. I'm not, not even for a nickname. So he was like, let's say uh, Zulu. And I was like, and everybody's just looking because he just bought everybody pizza. So they just hungry and happy. Like, oh my God. Yes, Ryan Buttman. Yes, Master. And I'm just like, he's blatantly disrespectful. And I'm not eating this pizza. But Boston is very racist. Back to Alex. (laughs) Alex, I have a question. Sure. Have you experienced any of that in that animation film? really felt anything that negative like I mean maybe it's because like you know as I'll keep bragging about my core friend group and stuff we're, we ended up being pretty like multi diverse I guess in terms of multiracial 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 yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and so like, you basically have the UN in your in your group chat yeah okay. yeah it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a great way to put it oh my god yeah um, and yeah, we never really shared stories or gripes about about that kind of stuff. I mean, I guess because the school I went to um, was incredibly liberal, um, like <laughs> yeah. like well, artists in general. Right? Yeah, yeah, artists in general, and like um, my school was fairly like expensive. I guess so that'll draw in the more like educated posh crowd that really wants to quote unquote change the world stuff like that um so that will just bring in like very liberal people like i'm not conservative by any means dear god no but like just like when you're like people were extra extra sjw and stuff like that it kind of, like where you really even as like their friend you kind of have to limit what you yeah. say it's yeah. it's kind of like mm, there was there was a, a lot of that vibe going on in my school so we still knew how to be super conscious cautious yeah. but still comfortable <laughs> super conscious place, so you came out to new york for work yeah he was working somewhere else before right yeah what was that type of job and how was that job environment Okay, so that's, yeah, that's, this is the whole thing. Um, mm. wait, it, not in a bad way, it's okay. just like, it's just a whole extra story uh, that was just definitely like a, a chapter in itself. Please, yeah. your book right now. So, um, I guess I'll backtrack. So yeah, that was my school experience, which wasn't bad by any means, but you definitely had to, you know, be extra critical with your thinking, which is actually great. Um, I I think critical thinking is the, the best, thing. it's the most important thing. Everybody yeah. needs to constantly practice, and that's what college was, that's what a liberal college will be, that's what an art school will be for. So I mean, yeah. that's what you go to college for. Yeah, exactly. Um Jay's your ass is in class, man. <laughs> <laughs> so graduated, wanted to go to New York, but realized that moving is very expensive and my fresh college grad ass had no savings or anything so I'm like I need to actually like hunker down figure out my career I know I want to make it up to New York but I gotta slow down uh, because money is unfortunately a very real thing 
consider for this process. It's so real. Um, and so tried to first couple of months um, tried to just apply for random animation jobs and stuff. My fresh college uh, portfolio, fresh college graduate portfolio was definitely not strong enough. Um, and I'm glad I realized that early because I um, stayed in Maine, uh, moved back up to Maine. Uh, to the bumps, the bumps you gotta go. Yeah, yeah, it's real life. Um, life is expensive, and so I went, moved back with the parents in Maine right after college to figure my life out or figure out what my plans for life would be um, and how to execute them. Um, and so ended up getting like some sort of just day job for like the first year. It was like a call center job. Um, which is fine because my, my number one goal was to make sure I was sitting down so that I'd have okay. I'd have energy to at least drop when I got back home. Um, Shout out to call center jobs, you feel me? Just sit down. Yeah, yeah, like it, it, it wasn't supposed to stop talking, but uh, getting getting destroyed on on the phone is is rough, but um I mean bro, I mean I work in call centers. It's just the customers, bro. Like, they just really have no sense. Sometimes, like, I will be talking to somebody and they'll forget that they was, like, booking something with me. And then I'm like, hello? And they're like, oh, what? What were you doing? Oh, let's not forget the people with attitudes, like, for no reason. Especially the elderly. <laughs> Especially the elderly. And I know what you're talking about. Because even, even as me and my husband, we go through this on a daily basis. A patient is not satisfied with the meal. Take my tray back, I don't want it. No. You know what I Have feel bad, bro? Sometimes, like, when the old people, like, like really make me mad at my job, I kind of be like, why didn't COVID get you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, can, I can feel that. <laughs> I'm not even going to disagree. It's, it's more of it, but, I mean, um, yeah. I see you. I respect Wait, there's a point. nice old granny that died for no reason. You just out here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> being a dick. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was um, got had that for the first year. Prioritized when I was in my non-animation job search, I needed to be sitting down. Needed to have the energy to continue drawing once I was out of the um, out of off my shift. Um, so luckily, I was able to do that for the first year. And then once that first year was approaching, I'm like, I really have to you know move on with my life because I still had my, my eyes set. Um, just the magical moment happened uh, where I. Um, I looked on Craigslist in Maine, which, mind you, just has... there's like a, very careful. Literally just what one million people in Maine, funny. so there's not much going on, but at the same time, yeah, like, be careful. Like, what, what the people who are willing to post it, like, what's going on? Oh, not the place that created Poland Spring. <laughs> <laughs> there's some sketchy-ass woods, I don't know. Um, hey, the lobster rolls are good, though. The lobster rolls are so good. <laughs> anyway, um, so... I was coming up on my year mark over at the Skull Center, just needed to move on and just looking at Christ to see what my options might have been and I somehow scored um, a, a post that said like we're looking for an animator in like a town that was only like a half an hour away from me. I'm like this is the craziest thing I've ever seen and people looking for an animator in Maine. Like, that like, doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Like there are no animation jobs. If there were one, I, I would call have it the Celestine prophecy. But you can continue. <laughs> so, so I sent my um, my portfolio and stuff to them, and they they want to talk to me. And I'm like, this is fucking sick. And so uh, they wanted me on. It was a stop motion studio. 
uh, where we did um, like corporate um, social media ads uh, or stop motion, so like stuff that you'd scroll by on Instagram, see for like 10 to 15 seconds, it would make you stop scrolling because it's like, oh, it's a pretty cool ad. Or something I like have that. a question on that. the studio I worked with um, to do stop-motion ads and so I was I just wanted to do exercises on my own for yes. that page of the motion graphics stuff you see because like I still work with them yeah. so I could say like I have my hands in, in the work you we've done. The IP, you utilize the IP yeah exactly like the, the credit is not unwarranted I suppose yes. which is why I, I went ahead with those decisions um, and so this stop-motion studio uh, they weren't even studio at this point. Uh, they were just a um, boyfriend and girlfriend couple that had moved up to Maine from their cushy business jobs in New York. Funny enough, um, a lot of great mm. companies start from their cushy corporate jobs. I work for a company that did the same thing. It makes sense. I mean, that's how you get your savings and stuff to take those kind of uh, uh, business risks, which is fair. And so they decided they loved Maine. Uh, they love the aesthetic of it. Well, yeah, yeah, that too. They um, love the, the rent fees <laughs> um, and the property taxes. Yeah. <laughs> and so they uh, they they knew they wanted to do photography and stop motion stuff like that. They're still to this day really good photographers. They know their way around the camera, stuff like that. So they're just looking to expand, just get their their things smoothed out. So it's not just like a boyfriend and girlfriend trying to run this business. Um, with big clients and stuff like that. So then I was their third person to join, um, and that's where I was for the last three years. How did I like it? Um, it was, I mean, obviously, first things that come to my mind are some of the gripes I had, because, I mean, like, I'm not there anymore, so I'm only gonna be the negatives. But overall, yeah, really no complaints. Like, um, by the time I hit my three years, which was um, this previous September, just two months ago, because I started in 20, um, September 2017, by the time I hit September 2020, I'm like, this three years gonna gonna actually go forward with the plan I've had all along. Now that I have these savings, now that I have this portfolio, I'm gonna go to New York like I've always wanted. Um, and here I am. Um, and yeah, I mean, they, they treated me well. They, I would, I really helped them with their business. That was a really important asset. So I have a question, which is good that you're an important asset because that just helps your resume in the future. When it comes to practices. Yeah. We're in the year 2020. The year 2020 is all fucked up in the game. Left, right, up, down. This is literally the, the new the west. Year. Yeah, it's the wild, wild west. It's a trash fire. Yeah. What made you, and I respect your bravery, because I don't have that bravery. Yeah. No, I really don't. I've had opportunities to do shit. I was so scared to leave New York. Yeah. You were leaving the area, basically your home, your home state, to come in a job market that is not actually solidified due to the current pandemic. Correct. What made, what was the driving force between that? Did you really want to do it? Is it your dream that you just that you had to do it now or you didn't want to wait until like after the pandemic settled? Um, what was your thought process? I I mean, yeah, honestly, I was just tired of the job, I suppose. Like I'll still praise the company and everything like that, but I guess me as a person, 
the things that I was doing um, and the work that I was producing, I guess subconsciously three years was, was my cap. Like once I knew seeing job postings down here in New York stuff, once I saw that employers here wanted that magical three to five year experience, I'm like, once I, like I've always seen that even since in college looking for job stuff, like th that three to five year window is really where you can start your life. Um, and so I've just had that locked in my head, I guess, yeah, very subconsciously. And even when I started the job in Maine, like, there were some moments where I was like, hey, maybe I could be here for a long term, this isn't too bad. But, like, more voices in my head were speaking, like, you committed to make moves, you committed to at least see New York. And I'm yeah. like, three years, I just gotta... You gotta do it, bro. Once you get that three years on your resume, then you're like, all right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Even if you want to be technical, the city goes for three grand because I was looking. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, once. Shout out to Chelsea. Yeah. She got some good prices out there. Actually, I gotta look. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, once I hit the two-year mark, that's when I was like, probably I, I I'll only do one more year of this place, and I'll really figure out my practical options in the pandemic and that was rough but like I still had enough of my resources both mentally and financial um that I was like I, I think I can still pull this off um I really started building up a nest egg really started paying attention to what my portfolio should be looking like and stuff um and then um throughout the summer I was really just getting all my reels on my portfolio just like tangibly good to go and then in September I started looking for apartments and still looking for jobs unfortunately but yeah that's when I started the full search um, my goal as a, a nice humble Mainer with you know low cost everything in Maine I was like I still need to like transition into the like at least a low cost New York and stuff so I was looking primarily for single bedrooms with complete strangers um, <laughs> a nice room. Room. Yeah, and that's literally my situation right now. And I lucked out with like my two roommates. I don't know you guys too too well, but as far as I know, my living situation, I have no complaints so far. It's yeah, it's so that's where I am now. Yo, shout out to your roommates. I bet they're probably <laughs> awesome as fuck. <laughs> You'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. I've been. What is this? Twelve years. 11 years? 12 years of slave, yes. Yeah. Oh my years. god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> they know. That is true. Yeah, I, I have my. Thank God, I'm a god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. So, yeah. My mic is shut. My mic is off. Yeah. Oh, we. I can't say certain things. Off. My mic is shut. Oh. We can't say this. Not just you. Anybody. Even I say it. I gotta cut it. Booty, booty. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, being a freelancer, have you been? How do you go about being a freelancer 
in New York City? I mean, gotta be honest. Like, when you asked me if I'm doing freelance work, I was kind of hesitant. Um, well, like, because... You can't be hesitant when you're a freelancer. Yeah, no, I know that, but, like, it's because I, like... I'm, I'm a half-assed freelancer because I... Yes. High five to that, <laughs> Like, for like, sure. For sure I'm half-assed You gotta chill out, because Gilgamesh will eat you up, bro. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Um, like <laughs> That's an anime reference. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh okay. Watch Fate Stay Night and you'll get all of this. Oh, gotcha. That was really good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. See, this is why he toots his own horn, because that was really good. Fair. Yes, sir. Um... Because, you know, like, the last three years, all I've known is a, a, a really nice, like, full-time job stuff. The only reason I say I'm freelance is because when people come to me, such as friends and family, and they ask me if I want to do work yeah. and if there is money in it, I don't say no. That's the only reason I say I'm a freelance. Well, I've who never... says no to money unless right. you got to do so, something yeah, a little exactly. strange yeah, for a piece I've of change? Yeah, because I've been up about this a lot. Yeah. I charge a particular number for my notebooks. Everybody tells me it's cheap, but it's just what I feel comfortable. What is your bit looking like? Or better yet, not even that, because it depends on the client. Do you have what is your Do you have packages? Do you have like what's going on? Say that again? Like do you have packages? Like what's your prices look like? Yeah, like do you have like a particular set price that you Oh will? no. I can I'm, I'm gonna lean very strongly toward no. Like I don't have my freelance identity that established to really have a solid answer. It depends on like the client and workload. Yeah, like like, for the most part, I know what I'm capable of in terms of my quality of work and the speed at which I work at, because speed and time is the most important thing. Per hour, you got... A capitalistic and... Exactly. You got to figure out your per hour. I'm sorry, Alex. You said your Instagram was at Giggity Ninja. Yes. Is there an underscore? No, no, no. What is your portfolio Instagram so people can see your actual work that you're trying to... Yeah, what is... Which one is it? So that's the at Paw Creation. Okay, so... Guys, go out to at Pot Creation IG now. Go check out my man Alex Pop. If you want the greatest in animation, hit him up in a DM. He'll give you some prices. My man is the best. I'm not a rapper. I'm Joe Button. I was a rapper. And now I'm a podcaster. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> no, 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 this is absolutely true. This is not my show. I mean, my interview. This is Alex Pox's interview. And like I said, at Alex Pox Creation, go check my man's out. Hit him up in the DM if you want some prices. Spell it just in case. A lot of people are doing. Please. So it's like my name, um, Alex Pock, P-O-K. So the the handle is a play on on the word procreation. Kind of like the app procreate, I guess. But I thought my name was a very well-slotted pun. Hmm. So it's Pock Creation, P-O-K. R E A T I O N. Let's go. Perfect. Insert gunshots. <laughs> yes, yes, we gotta insert gunshots. <laughs> and air horns. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> podcast listener. Thank you, Dad. Part of the community. Okay. I don't know my podcast. I know my memes. Okay, so before we before we um get into this um, weekly shonen, we gotta wrap up my man Alex and his journey into anime. But I do want. To come at Alex because he definitely put me onto a certain title. An amazing title. This is an amazing title if you're a lolly. Um, now I'm telling. Hey, hey, hey! Undiscovered. Cut it. When you say lolly OG, do you mean like the kind that like? 
No, I'm like the type the type that like Hisoka. Hisoka, yeah, that likes Yes. Now this guy's coming in with a hot only, take. Only yes. if you read the manga. It's not like that in the anime, I promise you. Okay, episode so episode twelve doesn't count. <laughs> no, that wasn't even episode twelve when I showed that clip. Oh, there's another clip that's So weird. we have a clip, the one I showed you, where the main character, what's her name? Rico. 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 And you know she wasn't she wasn't paying attention in class. You know she was um she was looking at a butterfly playing with a butterfly and the you know the headmistress she wasn't having that because she's teaching a lesson right now. And all of a sudden, as punishment, this girl is half it, no she no it's no half naked. She's butt ass naked, tied up. Mind you, how old is Rico? Rico is I want to say what twelve. Twelve. She is twelve. Okay, yeah. and she's twelve years old, naked as hell, tied up on some like S and M shit, getting beat just because she was looking at butterflies in the class. Child or yeah, child I labor laws. Uh, that that one, I, I can't. Uh, I have no excuses no, for. No, the rest no. of the show is great. It is By the great. Way, the show is made in abyss. I mean, that, if you work for OSHA, is, I mean, you're having a heart attack watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> OSHA, you're like, whoa, these kids are working the most hard. Oh, episode <laughs> twelve. Don't watch it. Episode thirteen. Be very careful. But besides those little nuances, she pees in a bed after getting this thing happening. It's crazy perverted. Um, just yeah, there, there are weird moments, and I'm not going to excuse them. Um, by the way, this is made an abyss for any of the audience members that haven't uh, picked that up. And I think I don't know if we said that. Um, Where can we watch Made in Abyss? On Amazon Prime. Jeff Bezos himself animated it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He's Dr. Evil. Yeah, I'm yeah, bullshit. Yeah. I'm bullshit. Wait, I have to crack open a honey jack for this one. You said Jeff Bezos animated me? No, I'm, I'm Don't, don't. Don't do that. Yeah? Okay. Because I was, oh, I was about to get his eyes. No, no, that's no, how, no. That's when you cracked the honey jack, that's when I started, that's when I started talking. We're going to leave that alone. I just always like to give um, <laughs> praise to our capitalistic overlord before he strikes us down with his Amazon drones. Dude. There's one right outside right now. And I would say we probably got these mics from the king himself. Two-day free shipping? <laughs> we did. We probably did get our, our mics from the king. Thank you, Jeff Bezos. But there's one man who stands above them all. The man who sits on top of the moon. Jeff Bezos, the man, SpaceX. No, oh, he's Elon no, Musk. No, Elon Musk. Is, wait, did he jump over Jeff Bezos? I, I, no, I think Jeff is still the richest. Yeah. But he ain't going Jeff, to the moon. He, he okay, you're right. In terms of actual feats, I guess yeah. Elon Musk has made it to space more successfully than wait, Jeff. Wait, wait, who has. runs the internet? AWS. Yeah, you're right. Amazon Web Services runs 75%. Yeah, right. I thought Google runs 75%. Oh, we're better. Ooh. That wait, is wait. Google search. Go do your Googles. Yeah, no. Wait, Amazon's so cloud hosts most of the internet. Yes. Oh. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's called AWS. Um, oh, we got to get into this. Yeah, Spotify runs on it, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean, is it? The competition is... So um, Jeff AWS Bezos owns the world. Amazon and Microsoft. Microsoft Azure, which is like 20%. Right. And then you have AWS. Really? Google doesn't have internet services. Search their an ad revenue of their the piece. Yeah. But I don't think they, they have any of the internet backend. Yeah, they you have said to. AWS? Do they have yes. to? Yeah, learn. I feel like they have to answer to yeah, someone right. else like Amazon or Microsoft to actually host their shit. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, it's a true yeah. dystopia. They own us. And uh going back to anime, they uh really they fun. they have made an abyss yeah. <laughs> on Amazon Prime. They so have, wait, wait, who, they have made an abyss. They have another anime that really great too. I feel like they have a lot of 
don't know. Oh, let's let's pivot off of anime. Shout out the boys. Um, thank you, Jeff Bezos, yeah, for that. Yeah, well. the boys is an amazing. Fire. Oh shit, I haven't seen. I've heard great things, just haven't had a chance to it's watch fire. it. Uh, you, we have a, you have the sword. We can finish the bubble right here. Oh uh, no, but I do have the pipe, so you can smoke yourself to death. Yes, he has the Gandalf pipe. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Yes. Yeah, we should bust it out. Yeah, I we have flower. We, yeah. It's a celebration. Celebration. Oh, remember what? But, but all right. But yeah, well, yeah. So wait, wait. Back to Made in Abyss, right? Yeah. Lollies are us. Okay, so now I stopped that. I stopped Made in Abyss when she snuck off um, with old boy to go yes. into the abyss. Yeah. Yes. And Lita was like, "I'm about to come for you at dawn." Yeah. Yes. Okay, so now take me from there. I don't. I don't know if I want to like say anything in words. It's just something you have to. Watch. Then I'm gonna take your word for it. The visuals, yeah, so the, the story. Story. going off. Though. No, no, no. So we have a group chat, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just kept, I would throw out a name because I thought he was up there with us. Because he was like, I had to catch up to him. He's like, Yo, I'm on it. I'm liking it. La, la, la. No, so I, I was like, feeling it, but yeah. I, 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 I tell you, like, like I told you, I'm gonna be serious, bro. Completely honest. Yeah. The first, the first episode caught me because you remind me of Genos from. And I'm trying the, to figure out what the fuck he got that energy being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, one punch man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, 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 the energy thing in his hand. But I fell sure. asleep because, like I said, I got all Animal Crossing. Fair. And it got all, okay, let's farm. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And it's no, like, no, uh, I, it didn't no, help no, that the characters look like that. No, yeah, 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 so yeah. you're right about that. That's why I kind of wasn't mad. But that's why I was like, bro, if you do anything for me, please make it my Christmas gift that you just watch it. It I know like, it's fire, bro. No, but it's it's really difficult. No, I know it's, it's fire, bro, because no, no, no. he watched it, yeah. you watched it, and my man Otaku, yo, shout out Otaku guy, um, one of the greatest anime rappers on the internet right now. Mm-hmm. He put me on, everybody was putting me on, it was just the art stuff. No, so that's, that's the fair. thing. You know how they say, don't judge a book by its cover? This is the one anime you put in front of somebody, and whatever they judge the cover by, they are going to be completely wrong. And that's how I felt about Made in Abyss. So basically, OG, they start their descent from that episode <laughs> down. Yeah. And there's like, it's a hell of a journey. It really is something. Yeah. It's harsh. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't hit tobacco on my shit in a minute, boy. I'm sitting oh. like, ooh. <laughs> Funny enough, on my end. Shout out to the Loud family. Um. Uh, shout out to Imperial too. He got as lit as fuck. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, thanks, we, man. We're in the abyss. You know, we got to because we're only dealing with the finest over here on this side. Finest choices are everything in life. Easy. It's the way. So, I'm going like, to go right what you were saying, Alex. Yeah. <clears throat> I would say, OG, they start their journey. Mm-hmm. They're able to start their journey. If but. They, the thing, my fault, and no, I didn't mean to cut you off because I, de- I just want to, I really just want to get to that part where you, where you brought it to the GC. Then you was like, "Is don't please don't tell me that blah 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 uh, blah, we'll blah, blah blah is blah. the mom." So basically, <laughs> as I was watching it, uh-huh. they meet the bunny rabbit air girl. What's her name? Um, Nanachi. Nanachi. And then Wait, Nanachi, so there's more different species in, in within the abyss. So. There's a whole show you gotta keep watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, 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 thing. Bastards. So, oh, that is really weird. Yeah. Really important. Also, Queen Ozen, I'm gonna fuck her. Oh, yeah. I don't care if she has that messed up, nasty arm. If a pussy looked like that, I'm so <laughs> Best girl, Mommy Ozen? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I would say. That's your waifu? I mean, she can beat me up. I don't know. Yeah. 
Bro, her arm looked worse than Dominic's Oh, we just got, we ju- we just no, got no. A, a glimpse of how freaky um, Alex is. We're going to cut the audio and isolate that, right? Right there. The anime fans, we're all freaky in our own way. Facts. I could go on and on. My Bible is black. Yeah, my Bible is black. My Bible is black. Let's go. What was your favorite scene? I, I'm was mad that I understand scene? that reference. Was it, was it the gross scene? Yo, honestly, and everybody is going to judge me, but hey, fuck it. My favorite scene is when, you know, head boss bitch. The one who, you know, the pimp. The pimp who got every everybody. Feel me? She had to grow that thing right there. You feel me? And start she fucking the shit out of all the bitches. She, she was fucking... Fuck- Asher Panthers. Yes. She was teaching... <laughs> she was teaching me a few tricks. I'm just saying, like, oh... Drop my hits like that and they go up like that. Mm. It's our national anthem. Yes. All right. Back to Made in the Biz. <laughs> <laughs> Little Woo. cute characters have been porn. Oh, okay. Um, Jail. It was. Woohoo. <laughs> 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 All right. So basically, it is something that this is one of those animes that you really have to feel out. The soundtrack is made by this dude, Kevin Pinkin, right? Yeah. It has this, like, and I remember you was mentioning the OST, OG. It has this thing, it's because sometimes it puts you on a low, but then it kicks in this other OST that really slaps and it gets you into the action. But the action scenes are too far in between. And I guess it was just to save on a budget. Because the backgrounds in this anime is elite. No, oh, the, yeah, the yeah, world yeah. building overviews, as we call it. The world building, yes. no, no, the background. The like background, the, the scenery, like, everything the scenery, is lit. Yes. Yeah, straight up, I think... Um, I could be wrong on some specifics, but as far as my limited research uh, to the backgrounds go, it's uh, by one, uh, the backgrounds were done specifically by one of Hayao Miyazaki's lead it was background the artists. The guy that's obsessed with foliage. Yeah, like he did all the spirit, he, or he did most of the Spirited Away backgrounds. Yes, I think. he did. And yes. he did Maiden Abyss backgrounds. Yes. Like, how how yes. how can anyone listening to this podcast right now say I'm never going to watch the show? Now that I just yes. said that little tidbit of trivia. You'd be surprised. That's Listen, I said, I said I was going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I but said. But he could mention Sasuke all day. can't watch something as great as this. But I do have, I do have physical digital text that I said I will watch it later on with a young lady. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No rush. I mean, I, just, I sometimes beat around I was just watching shit. I was so. just super excited. And I'm not going to lie. I tried watching it before and it kind of threw me off. Like I stopped watching it. It wasn't until OG was like, yo, bro, you got to watch this. And I'm like, yo, I was watching this. I think mm-hmm. I mentioned it before. Like, I put a clip on um, of it, like, because he blew up a whole wall. And I was like, oh, that's some One Punch Man shit. I'm going to just throw it in the GC. But that was, like, probably months ago. Yeah. Now that I fully enjoyed the ride. And comprehend what's going on. Yeah. In the whole context, I have to go to the manga. Yeah. I have to. I can't wait. Is it a graphic novel? It, I mean, a graphic manga. novel. Is it a light novel? No, it's no. a manga. It's a, it's manga. a straight manga. It's a okay. straight manga. It's the, yeah. uh, I don't keep up with any manga, really. Um, I haven't really read any. You're an infidel against anime. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think I do have the blade. I like, I like I have the, the motion. Huh? I, I do have my samurai sword. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's about that. Um, so, yeah, I, I get, I'm... Definitely a watcher, not a reader. Uh, but I know, as far as Made in Abyss goes, the author is very, very slow at turning out chapters. So, slow like, catching up Isayama? is pretty... <laughs> what? Slow in Isayama? Oh, wait. Who's the guy that does Berserk? 
Mura. Kent Mura. Uh, Is he slower than no, Mura? No one's slower than the guy from Berserk. <laughs> but like Yo, y'all gonna y'all gonna y'all gonna chill out my man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But I'm so like uh if you wanna get into the manga, I'm sure you'll catch up really fast and stuff. And like yeah. the the they reason that there's not more note, show. Though. They left when it really picked up. Like, OG, you're gonna love it, but then you're gonna be like, yo, why did y'all make me do this? Yeah. I wanna watch the anime and I can't continue. Like, yeah. And I'm I'm sorry, but I felt very empty. I'm going I'm re- I'm bringing it back a little bit. Yeah. And Mira's defense, he made a manga at thirteen. Oh shit. I didn't know that true. That started when he was thirteen. No, remember it was one you we come on bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. But come on, bro. At this right. point, it's like yeah. But no, no, no. Because I didn't know that's what you meant. I thought you meant in Berserk in general. No, no, no. Like he made it was one before. He's been, Berserk. He's yeah. been a manga artist, artist for so long. long. And I don't know. You probably know. The drawing and you know you're an animator, so you're sitting at a computer all day. Have you not had a comfortable chair? It actually is a strain on your body. You oh, oh yeah, hundred. Yeah, it is very arduous. But yeah. at the end of the day, bro, it's like I feel like. Okay, and I hope you never get there, like how I got there. That's how I feel with Kent, with rapping. Yeah. You're good at something, and you're just so good at it. It's just like, it's just nothing else to do with it. Yeah, or you constantly hold yourself to such a standard that it's exhausting. It's yeah. like infinitely exhausting. Yeah. Very. You just get, like you said, you just work in three years. And there's no room, and it's like, there's no room to experience or nothing because you have to. So it's just like. <sighs> yeah. It's like that's what y'all want, right? Like he's like, well, I got this um this this new um title is like, but we want berserk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just titled. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we we're snapped. We're snapped. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Now, did we cover everything with Alex? Please. I think so. Yeah, we covered up until this point. And then we got to his journey into we got him to New York, right? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. I don't know yes. if I have much else. There's a lot of details in between, I'm sure. But the overall, my my shonen character arc up until hmm. me as a 28 year old moving to New York. You I think guys, it's more slice of life. But you, you know, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really yeah. more of a slice of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More slice of life. You know what I'm saying? That's like, fair. That's fair. I don't want to be some believe it shouting little asshole. Facts. Everybody wants facts. to be Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> facts. You feel me? Who wants to be that guy? <laughs> <laughs> But um, yo, I just like to uh really just thank Alex for coming out, man, and really just giving us some time. Yo, you really gave me some insight. I have a better understanding of what animation, like how much work it takes to put into be an animator. I'm glad. I think I le- I'm leaving this interview with a, a more respect for animators. I'm glad. I mean, we, I have, we look, need the, respect. You got a lot of respect <laughs> for me, and thank you for just bringing us great content. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Of course, brother. Bro, you already know. You already, so, um, you already know Late Night Sushi. It's your boy, DJ Noble. I'd like to thank my guests for coming out. My man, Alex Pac. Shout out to the Pac Creations. Check him out on the IG. My man, Fashion 40. Mm-hmm. And my man, Land Beezy, for bringing us this good old weed. <laughs> All right. And look out for the um, next show. We cover the latest and the Shonen Weekly. All right. Thank you for coming out, guys. Stay tuned. All right. I was holding that for a minute. <laughs> All right, so, Alex, you can still chill if you want. We go to do the next show. If you got something to do, I don't care. But you, you can chill. Wait, you're going to We're not. Today? You know we got to cover all one piece. Monday. 
No, that's Boruto. Remember yeah. Boruto? I, what I no, said, no, no, I said Boruto I discussion was... Monday. Yeah, but I didn't... E and J was coming over. We were, we were doing the I, One Piece. I didn't see that in the message. Yeah. Let me use Why you think I'm saying like I got? I don't remember the review. Da da da. And you could turn off the living room light <laughs> when you done. No Thank you. All right. Wait, so what's the next? Oh, so it's a separate podcast or just another episode in the same? podcast? Oh, um, it's a. Oh, shit, I'm still recording.